Okay, so we just decided to start this podcast because... Actually, not just decided. We should be honest. It's been like forever. Maybe four months. Yeah. It's been a long time. We've just been slacking, honestly. Yeah, well, honestly, though, I just think like even with my YouTube channel, I just have a fear of failing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I procrastinate on things. Yeah. We can get into that another time. Oh, yes, definitely. But, yeah, so, uh, well, we're just starting it today, Mm -hmm. so. So, yeah, welcome to Girlology. Yes, we're glad to have you. Yeah, so, you know, our podcast, we're just two girls. Um, This is just for perspective on life. I mean, we just felt like we were just tired of hearing the guys talk, Yeah, the guys are always (laughs) talking, and then the girls that do talk, it's like people already care. Because they're pretty much usually famous or there's some reason that someone knows them or they're like super pretty or just like I feel like the women that already have podcasts. Well, thank you. I think you're beautiful too. Thanks. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like they're like Instagram girls or like influencers. Like I I have not come across a podcast of like just two regular girls in their 20-somethings like just trying to like work their way through life. I feel like people are just not honest on the internet just in general, like, they're not honest about their, if it's transgressions the right word, like, just, like, what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like we have two really good personalities, like. Yeah, like, I'm definitely the black in the yin and the yang, and you are the white, but I actually just learned what that means. It's what perfect. Does it mean? So, like, the black side, you know how, like, the black has the circle? Mm-hmm. So, that is the good in the bad, mm-hmm. like, that you see. Mm-hmm. And then in the good side, the black is the bad that comes with the yeah. good. So, it's really, like, not really about good or bad. It's about perspective. Yep. You're the yin to my yang. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say it back, but I thought I'm I think the it yang sounds to your yang. <laughs> sounds like the yin-yang. You're the yang yeah. to my yang. I like it. Um... So I guess we should introduce ourselves, too. Yes. So I'm Hallie. It's not Haley. It's Hallie. And you are my best friend. <laughs> I'm Liz. It's Liz, not Liz. <laughs> just kidding. It's, it's with, with an S, not, not with a Z. Z. <laughs> so, like, that just really annoyed me. So I just wanted to make sure that was, like, cleared off, off the bat. People can never get ethnic names right. Oh, uh, okay. So, welcome to episode one. Um... We're going to touch on a few topics so you can get to know us, our perspective. Yes. And hopefully you come back for round two. Round two will be and definitely, definitely better. It's just like the second round of life, yeah. It gets you even okay. snatched. Okay. More. Yes. <laughs> okay. The scars aren't as prominent. Exactly. There's more scar tissue. <laughs> You pick a better doctor. <laughs> really, pretty good though. I feel okay. like the second time is always better. Not, I'm not, let's not go there. Never mind. Oh. Um. So, <laughs> Hallie, what are we talking about today? Oh my gosh! Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> so today, my topic that I want to talk about is dating during the holidays. Ooh. And this time of year is perfect. Well, not this time of year, but this topic I feel like is perfect right now because there's so many holidays. There's Christmas, there's Hanukkah, mm-hmm. there's um, Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. then there's New Year's, mm-hmm. um, there's Three Kings Day. Like, there's yeah. so much going on. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where you're from, you know, like, I guess your perspective. So I personally have never dated during the holidays, but I feel like I have a very interesting... Which is nuts. I know. Well, honestly, growing up, all my boyfriends always dumped me before holidays, so they didn't have to buy me gifts. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the reason why they dumped you? No, in my head, that's why. No. Maybe, did you guys, like, start, did you always start dating earlier, like, in the year? And it was just, like, you know how you come to a time where you know whether you're going to, like, go further with this person? Does it always just happen to be during holidays? No, it just always happens to oh. be during the holidays. So I, just <laughs> I was feel trying like, to make that nicer for No, <laughs> I just feel like they just don't want to either buy me gifts or I feel like what we're going to talk about is another reason, too. I feel like people are very, not resentful, but they're very nervous about dating during the holidays. Like, mm-hmm. because some people would be offended, like, if you don't, 
you know, ask them, like, do you want to come home with me for the holidays? Yeah. So, so I guess, like, where do you, what do you want to define as dating? So, me personally, I feel like dating is, like, the umbrella term, right? Mm-hmm. So, dating is, like, what we call it, but underneath dating, there's, like, so many other subcategories. So, for me, I kind of just break it up into two for me personally, because I don't really like to deal with the other complicated shit in between. Mm-hmm. So for me, we're either dating, which is like not exclusive. You know what I mean? Like we go on dates, we have experiences, maybe even hang out with each other's friends, but we're not necessarily exclusive. Like committed. And committed. Okay. Yes. And then there's my boyfriend where we are in a commitment. We're still mm-hmm. dating, but we're in a commitment. We're only dating each other. Mm-hmm. I've never dated anyone and been in a committed dating and that wasn't my boyfriend. Okay. So I'm. that's just how I feel it. So I'm thinking like if I'm dating someone and I'm just started dating them. So let's say it's between the first three months mm-hmm. and it comes time to like take them home for the holidays. From my point of view, I'm, it's, it's a no for me. Um, it's definitely no for It's me. a no for me. Like I couldn't imagine meeting. I feel like some- at that point you're still getting to know the person. Exactly. But it's, like, I get, it. like, people fall in love, like, really quickly, like, friends. And people like that scare me because oh, what's yeah. the rush? Seek help. Like, you need help. Like, I think about, but then it's, like, also, like, that's really beautiful because I think about, like, Chloe and Lamar. Like, they had a beautiful love story. I mean, he was on drugs. That's but, what I'm I mean, <laughs> But, I mean, his addiction doesn't really change do the fact. You, um, do you think they really love, like, he really I do. Them? I do think that they really loved each other, but I think that, like, for instance, with their relationship, I feel like is a very good example with this because they got married after a month. So oh my god, they got married after a they month? They got married after like 30 okay, days. Okay guys, I'm not very good with <laughs> relationships of famous people. Yes. Like, I am always so out of the loop. So wait, hold on. Is Chloe's baby, is that Lamar's baby? No, the baby's Tristan's. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Tristan. So and he got traded or something. He know. is a traitor. How about that? Tristan okay. is a traitor. <laughs> Tristan the traitor needs to get traded. Okay, that's how we're feeling. All right. But so, yeah, continue. Yeah, so they got married, I think, after like, thir- they did. They got married after like literally 30 days. Um. So by that point, they had already like met each other's families. At, like in three months? I, it's not that I'm being fake, mm-hmm. but I'm still showing you all my good side. Like, you don't get to see... But you're a cancer, so... Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but she's a cancer, too. Chloe? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's... Okay. She's emotional as hell, then. Not saying I'm emotional. She's a July cancer, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. She knows how I feel about July <laughs> Anyways, um... I feel... Yeah, I feel like at three months, you're not seeing the sides of a person that, like, will be, like make or break you know what I mean yeah like you don't know how I like my drinks yet you don't know my morning routine you don't know anything I don't know if you snore in bed yet like and that's important but I think that it depends on what matters to you and also like how you date some people Mm -hmm. leave with the heart and some people leave with the mind and I don't really think that there is a right or a wrong to that but Mm -hmm. I do think for me personally well, I'm also, like, a much more guarded person. So, to me, like, my family is the most sacred thing that I have. So, I personally wouldn't let my family into someone that I wasn't 100% about. I mean, you can never be 100% about anyone. Yeah, because, I mean, some people just bring people home just to be like, hey, I feel bad it. Like, I can still bag them. But, like, why would you even do that? Like, I don't understand that. Like, just, like, around Thanksgiving time when people are always, like, Oh, like, I can't wait for my judgmental Diaz to be, like, in the living room. Like, oh, do you have a boyfriend yeah, yet? Like, I would old. never. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would never just bring, like, home a man to, to satisfy that. Absolutely not. Interesting. Like, I'd rather you think I'm the single slutty sister for yeah. the rest of my life. I mean, I've never introduced someone to my family that I wasn't serious with. No. I don't so, think so. yeah. Because also, I feel like I'm more of a person that's very big into like energies Mm -hmm. and I feel like you don't know people's intentions and people have 
you know, like bad things that they can bring around you. And Mm -hmm. some people are not always in your life for good reasons. And like you said, like people are in the beginning stages being very like, not fake, but you're definitely putting your your best best foot forward. forward. Like it just is what it is. Simpatico. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I, me personally, I feel like there's no way between one to three months where I'm bringing you home to my family. No. Absolutely not. Now. One to three months, you're lucky if you get into my apartment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, even now, like, when I date people, I don't give them my address. I give them an address on the street and I just walk there. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I mean, I always send, if I'm meeting someone, I always send my location to, like, my friends. Gabby's like, always sleeping. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no, but like my one friend, she's like basically the feds. So oh, yeah. um I remember like early in quarantine, I went on this date. Um just like a walk in the park. And that's I, a place like, you get murdered. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it was very well lit and it was right next to the police station. Oh, did you pick that park on purpose? Yes, because it was right next to the police station. Yeah. And I um, mean people still commit crimes next to the police station, but it is a deterrent. Yes. I understand the thought <laughs> process. Because I'm like, damn bitch, if I can't I'm gonna just have it at the police station. No, but um I sent my location to my friend mm-hmm. and I was like on this date for a while. Like he was a really, really good conversationalist. Um, converser? He just talked really nice. He talked really nice. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I should look that word up. He talked really nice, but I had sent my friend my location, and she was like, okay, you have to text me in 45 minutes to make sure you're okay. Oh, God. And, like, she would have thought I was dead. Yeah, basically. So she, like, saw that, like, my little thing kept moving around, so she was like, oh, she's okay, but she, like, blew up my phone with text and was like, respond to me, or, like, I'm calling the cops. Like, that made me feel really safe. Wow. Yeah. Um, it does say conversationalist is a person who is good or fond of engaging in conversation. So that is a word. Okay. And you use it properly. Hey, what is Well, I mean, like, you guys have my location in the group chat and yeah. so does Gabby. So, I mean, like, I guess it's not really that that aspect of it, but it's just, like, I feel it's like. It's just I still don't trust you. Yet. Yeah, and it's an energy thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm protecting my energy and what is important to me and my. Yeah private space and my family is something that I value. Like, you can't get that back. Mm -hmm. If you live somewhere and you tell someone where you live and they turn out to be fucking crazy, you can't... Now you gotta move. Now you have to move. And it ain't that easy to get out of a lease. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, came from a heart. It did. Like, please let me out of my lease. (laughs) I hate it there. You hear me? Everything is broken there. Yeah, it is. Everything's broken and in it, my it, house. It like clicked once I said, "You hate it." Like it, it, I remember. <laughs> you very remember. fastly. Just, I'll just add some context to this. I broke my door handle off, and my landlord refuses to replace it. That's what I'm talking about. Damn. But I think that it's okay to buy gifts at this stage. Okay, we're really? segueing back into the conversation. Gifts? Yeah, zero to three months. I, yes, because I think that people put it. People put, like, a monetary value on gifts. Mm -hmm. And I feel like gifts should just be something that you – that's thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Like, if you get me a candle, you know I really love things to smell good. You know I like to set the ambiance. Yes. Okay. So I was going to, like, rebuttal that a little bit just Mm -hmm. because, for me, I come from a family where um, gift giving was a way of um, basically apologizing without apologizing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, to me, like, giving a gift, I, like, kind of, like, it just doesn't sit well with me. So, like, during this time, like, even when I was dating, first of all, when I was dating, I always got, like, not the best gifts. We can say that. <laughs> <laughs> we, I can rebuttal that. Yeah. I never got the best gifts. And so, damn, it's, like, right now, in zero three months, I don't think I can picture myself giving that gift because I love to give gifts. Yeah, I was just about to say, see, gift giving is is my love language. I love receiving them and I like mm-hmm. giving them. Mm-hmm. It's about the thought that was put into the gift. Yeah, because when you started saying, oh, if I get a candle because, you know, I like something that smells good. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But 
you know, I'll be out here and I'll be like, damn, does he want this Versace cologne? Like, yeah. I'm very extra like that. But I think that it's it's okay as long as what you're as long as what you're receiving back meets your needs Mm -hmm. and not necessarily financially, but do you feel like the effort was put into it? Like Mm -hmm. for instance, if you go out and you see this Versace cologne and he has said nothing about Versace cologne and you smell it and it makes you think of how sexy he is. Yes. And like when he sweats, it's going to smell really good. Like I, okay. I love buying my boyfriend's cologne. That's why I said Versace. Well, coronavirus fucked up my nose, so I can't, can't smell, smell stuff right anymore. Oh, my God. I can smell it the first time. It's, like, yeah. weird. Because when I was talking to my doctor about it, he was like, oh, it's a brain thing. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I can smell things the first time, and then the second time, it's like I can't hear anything. Oh. Sorry, we were back. We thought we had technical difficulties. <laughs> it's our first episode, so just but bear with us. But we're doing so, so good. I hope you guys think we're doing really good, too. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, I like buying my boyfriend's cologne, and I was um, I was with my friends the other day, and they had, you know when they, like, send you stuff, those, like, pamphlets that, like, just smell good? Yeah, I saw a meme today. It said, your baby dad's wearing page 27 <laughs> rubbed on his neck. Well, oh, I don't know where my phone is right now. Here it is. It was, oh, I want to say it was called, like, Blue by Chanel or something. Oh, yeah, I'm really bougie with the scent. Oh, my God, no, but it's for men. I'm, I think I'm going to start wearing, like, med cologne because it smells so good. It's fine. Like, the lighter version. Yeah, I mean, they just have, it's just more musk. And yeah. musk is in female But, oh, my God, too. I smelled that, and I was like, I can't wait to have a boyfriend again just so I can buy him cologne so I can smell it. Is that controlling? Like, make, like. Make him wear it. <laughs> like, Forcing him, well, like, what to smell like? <laughs> yeah, because I feel oh like God, I'm that no. girlfriend. But. I don't know. I feel like I've never met a man that like always smells good. Not saying like all the guys I've. I was gonna say God, you did stinky guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I did stinkies. No, but like, um, they don't have like a signature smell. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have. But yeah, I mean, so okay, so you smelled the perfume. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was your next thought? Like, I have to. I can't wait to have oh, a boyfriend. Too. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't wait to have a man to like buy him this because the smell was just so good, mm-hmm. and it was like, I just want to smell that to like dump on you. Like it just mm-hmm. smelled that good. I don't know what is in that perfume, that cologne, but I need it. So if you bought the cologne, right? Yeah. And then you okay, like you're gonna get a gift back. Mm-hmm. What would be you making? What would make you feel like your needs were met in return mm-hmm. of a gift? Is it like something at the same price point? Or something that is, like, thoughtful. All right. I feel like this is where my materialistic side comes out. Which is fine. Let's be honest about it. We're all a little materialistic. I personally feel. I'm not very materialistic, though. But I'm just, like, I've I've been doing a lot of um, self-inventory. And. You got it. (laughs) And I'm starting to see that. I deserve some things. Yeah, you do. We all do. Okay, and I wasn't like that before, and now I'm just like, no, I deserve things, no, and I'm going to get them, and that's that's just, that's just it. Because who better to do it for than yourself? And I do do it for myself. Yeah, and I have, and now I'm just like, not that I'm tired of it, but I just want someone to prove that they can do that for me. If I can do it for myself, you should be able to do that for me. That's how I see it. Yeah. But, yeah, when it comes to what I gift you, I think it should be in the same price point. <laughs> or I don't above. know if I necessarily... I'm really sexist from that point of view because I feel like, is that because we're women? Or because I don't, I don't feel like it needs to be in the same price point. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just me because I feel like, you could do something for me that's really thoughtful and it could have been cheaper. It could have been cheaper. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just like like something as random as like I don't know, I'm trying to think of a present someone got me that like was like super random but like needed. Oh, like this is really weird, but like someone a guy I was dating got me a recycling receptacle. Like I really love to recycle. <laughs> And we I'm, only have one earth. Okay. And we only have one earth. And I was tired of putting my recycling in plastic bags. 
and then reusing the plastic bags. It just didn't seem like sustainable to me. Like mm-hmm. I still felt like I'm being wasteful. So he got me a nice recycling receptacle and I thought it was really thoughtful because I didn't ask for it. I didn't prompt you on it. It was something you observed and then you reciprocated a gift. Mm-hmm. But nice. then I think around the holidays, I think the flip side of that is maybe what you're saying holds some weight because if I get you a Versace perfume and you show up with bath and fucking body works, I'm, I'm it's, fighting. It's it's over. I'm fighting it's you. It's not okay, not over. But it's like that that there was I no would, thought in that. I don't care. I, I would be insulted. I would be insulted because we're 47 and a half and we shouldn't be wearing <laughs> Bath and Body Works anymore. Yeah. Not necessarily at the money, but it's like there there are indie um perfume brands that cost just as much as Bath and Body Works. Yes. But it's an actual perfume, like it's not a fucking mm-hmm. body spray. And there was no thought put in that. Yeah. Like every bitch in the under the sun has a thousand wishes. I don't want to be a the thousand and one. And has mahogany teak wood handle. Yes. Even and, though it smells phenomenal. And <laughs> champagne toast and my okay. favorite in the stars. Okay. Have you smelled that one? No, but I've smelled um champagne toast. Champagne the toast other is day. great. I prefer it as a candle though. Yeah, I smelled it as a candle. It smells better as a candle. I don't know why people wear it as a perfume. To me it smells I like don't a whole scent. Um, so, I mean, that's just where I'm at with it. I feel like, but I feel like presence should be a discussion. Yes, because if it's so early on. It should, it should definitely be something that's brought up. And then if you agree not to buy presents, don't go against that because that's Mm -hmm. happened to me before. Really? Yeah, like we said. awkward. Yeah, like we said we weren't going to get gifts and then it's like you get me a gift, but I didn't get you a gift and I'm not going to go out of my way now to get you a gift. Yeah, because we we both established no. No, and that's just how I feel about it. That's that on that. But then I think the flip side, I guess not really the flip side, but I guess like the double-edged sword is like, okay, so you decided you're not going to bring that person home. But what if in the first three months they asked to bring you home? (laughs) (laughs) Then what do you say? Um, What are you going to say? Me personally? Because I know my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always down to go to someone's parents' house. Why? Who wants to meet people's parents? I'm, it's just like, all right, if you try to go there, knowing where we're at in our stage of whatever type of relationship this is, Mm -hmm. that's your problem. Because your parents are going to love me. They're even if we stop talking or stop dating, they're gonna still keep hitting me up. Well, at least and you that's know that gonna be on you. Like you. They do. I'm like in people's like family pictures. Oh no, that see parent <laughs> parent let's just make this known podcast. Parents hate me. Everyone I've ever dated parents hated me. So I feel like that's another reservation why I don't wanna go home for people on with people on the holidays. Because it's like, honestly, it's so hard to be fake. Then we have to be dressed up in these cute outfits. And you know I'm going to be cute. Exactly. And I'm big, so I need to wear a girdle, too. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you have to put on your faja. <laughs> I have to put on my faja. Those shits are uncomfortable. Then my Fashion Nova dress. And them shits don't be breathable. Then I have. made by little kids in a sweatshop. And I haven't gotten my second round of lipo. So I, <laughs> I, I just can't. No, it's a lot of pressure, but if you're inviting me, I'm going. And that's your fault if your parents love me and we end up not going past this stage. I'm absolutely not going, and if you tell your mom, I don't care if she hates me. Because I feel like that's me protecting myself, and that's me setting up my boundaries, and Mm -hmm. it's a no. Now, if I know the food is going to be good, there might be an exception. Or also, maybe if it's not, like, necessarily, like, immediate family, but, like, cousins. Mm-hmm. Or, like, no, something like that. No, the food has to be good. I have to date a man that, like, comes from flavor. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, but just because <laughs> they come from flavor doesn't mean there's flavor in the food. No, but, like. <laughs> we all know that. All right, that's true. Like Some the, of y'all got very young moms and grandmas, but not, that's none of our business. Not even young moms <laughs> and grandmoms. Like, where is the salt? If I see one more person make a cooking video and only add onion powder and garlic powder. No, who does that? I'm going to break my phone. Yeah, fuck TikTok. No. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I got to date someone with flavor. I mean, and then that's a good judgment too. Like, can your mom cook? Did she teach you how to cook? They're a man, unless you're dating girls. I don't think so. Because I still feel like our generation, 
is very like sexist and misogynistic. Like I feel like people that are maybe a hair younger than us, cool. But right now they're still very much like if you're in that 25 to 30 range, yeah, your mom was still making all your meals. There was definitely no um let me teach my son how to cook vibes like Maybe he can heat up Hot Pockets and toaster strudels. And why do guys think that making ground beef is making a meal? Ground beef is not a meal. If I have one more man offer me ground beef. Who offered you ground beef? So many of my exes. I remember one time my ex, I said, oh, do you have food in the house? He said, yeah, I think I have pancakes, frozen pancakes. No. And ground beef. He said, oh I can gosh. make something out of that. I said, absolutely. Pancakes and yeah. I said absolutely so not. And yeah, I'm like you don't even have Bisquick. We have to oh make frozen gosh. pancakes. No. All right, but then if I'm dating someone, if I, okay, like let's fast forward a little bit, and I'm dating someone, and it's been like about six months, mm-hmm. and we're just like you know getting serious, and mm-hmm. I'm like okay, this is someone that I actually want to spend time with. I'm cutting off all my hoes. I'm cutting okay. off everybody. All my hoes. I'm deleting my Instagram DMs. So it's like I'm your blocking. roster is the like, roster. I'm clearing. You're it. my starter. Yeah, even the backup guy. I had him up until month four, but now we're at month six, okay. and I've cut off the backup guy. All right, the bench is clear. The bench is clear, <laughs> and you say, Hallie, I want you to come over my house for Christmas. Month six, bench clear. Bench roster clear. deleted. Yeah. Month six. And you say, Holly, come over to my house for Christmas. Like, I care about you. I want you to meet my family. You want to know what Holly says? (laughs) What is Holly going to say? Can't come. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say I'm busy that night. I don't. But month six? So at this point, um, would you say that you're exclusive with someone? Yeah. I would say, like, but uh, that, that goes back. Like, have you had that conversation and you're still not going over their house? No, because I, I, I really just, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, this timeline is mm-hmm. totally hypothetical because yeah. you could be with someone for six months and be, like, it, me personally, I could totally be with someone for six months. For instance, my, my last oh, year. Oh, we should probably say we're both single. Oh, yeah. Single like a Pringle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My last relationship um, mm-hmm. when I was with. Gosh, should we give him fake names? Yeah, we can do we'll call him names. Greg. So when I was Wait, with is this... no, no, hold on, <laughs> I'm gonna write down who I'm talking about so I give her some context. Just so, that so I Greg know. is this one. Okay. Okay. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so the. Oh, wait, I have dated during the holidays because the first time he ever met my family was Easter dinner. Okay. And my entire family was there. I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it was like my mom, my grandma, my cousin, my aunts. Yeah. So it was like it was like full blown, and that was that. It and went that well. Greg? Greg, what did we call him? Greg? Gregory. Gregory. Did I say Gregory or Greg? We can do Gregory. Okay. So it was Gregory. Gregory. Yeah, and that went really well. But I had only been dating him for six months. I mean, maybe a little bit over six months. We started dating in August, and mm-hmm. that year uh, oh. Easter was in April. It's always in April. No, Easter goes back and forth. Does it? Yes, girl. Between <laughs> April and March, don't make me try to seem like the fucking dumb one. Because it's just was... like Eid. It changes. I thought Easter was always Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring directly at her soul because I'm like, how do you know that? You're looking at me Look so it up. hard. It has to do with like the weeks and the moon and the tides and stuff. <laughs> I thought it was just the the first week of um, is Easter ever in March? Easter falls. Oh my God! It does have to do with the moon. <laughs> Told you, I'm smart. Easter and I love the falls moon. on the first Sunday after the first full moon in the northern hemisphere spring. Um, it has to do with which the fixes spring. the date of the equinox to March 21st. The earliest possible date for Easter is March 22nd. And the latest possible is April 25th. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So that great. year, I remember, it was. All right, sis, tell us more. It was Easter. It was April and Easter. Mm-hmm. And it went really well. But that relationship also went very quickly. We, we like, were in love after, like, a month. Like, we were, and that was my boyfriend after, like, a couple weeks. I think literally after a week, we were, like, committed. Like, that was my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So our relationship moved really quickly. 
but I did hold off on him meeting my family until Easter and that worked out fine. However, we were still at the six month mark. So it was still like very new and, you know, fresh or whatever. And pretty much after, I would say maybe two months after that. So maybe, okay, we're at like the eight month mark. It's just started going downhill. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped bringing him around again. But like, just like we were talking about earlier, it's just like when you have sex for the first time in a relationship, there's no going back. Yeah. So after it's like I've already introduced you to my family. Now my family's asking questions. Who they want to know what's going what on. Does he do does he have kids? Exactly. Where do you meet him. Exactly. And who wants to do all that? Like it's hard enough dealing with your family on the holidays. Who wants to then introduce someone new and introduce all those new judgments? Like honestly, it's just a no for me. I feel like I can't really agree to go home with someone for the holidays until at least nine months to a year and that's all dependent on what's going on in our relationship are we on the same page are we exclusive like mm -hmm. all of those things like it has to check off for me because I just feel like I've made so many mistakes with that stuff before like even just introducing people to my friends like because every bitch is not your friend and sometimes they will definitely try to boink your boyfriend okay say it girl so that's where I'm at with that. I, I, I just can't. I don't know. What do you think? You feel like six months? You feel like a year? So, okay. For six months, I think I'm the same. I wouldn't bring anyone home until it's been a year. Yeah. Because by a year, you've seen me be hangry. Mm -hmm. You've seen me when, like... You're the worst when you're hangry. I am really bad when I'm hangry. <laughs> I am really bad. I'm trying to get better, like, but I'm just really bad because I just want food. But I think by then, like, now I know all different sides of you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know the good, kind of starting to see the bad and being like, okay, you know what? I can and not even this. bad, just, like, everyday stuff. Like, I feel like... Like, how do you handle under stress? Like, mm -hmm. you get to see the person more throughout a year, like, in different situations. Yeah. And also, because I think the other part of that is just, like... It's embarrassing if you don't know someone that well and you go home to, like, meet their family and they're like, oh, you remember that time when when Greg was in Iraq and da 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 And, like, I never fucking knew Greg yeah. went to Iraq. <laughs> I've only known Greg two months. He never brought up Iraq. I wonder why. Yeah. No wonder I can't leave him in or the bathroom. Like, you go and... <laughs> like, <laughs> you go and fix his plate. And then his mom, like, taps him and she's like, oh, he actually likes the corner piece of mac and cheese. Like, that's actually his favorite. Or what if he's allergic to cashews and then yeah. there's cashews in the spinach? Or you're like, oh, he's actually lactose and he doesn't like mac and cheese. And you put, like, a giant serving on there. Yeah, and then like, it's gross if you grab it off of yeah. his plate and then put it on mm -hmm. yours. Then they're like, oh, she's stupid and unhygienic. Yeah, and it's like, because girl, let's you face don't it. know where your son's mouth has been. Like, he'll be fine. <laughs> Sucks so damn. <laughs> like your son will be fine. I'll just get him a roll of black tapes, and he will be fine. But oh I don't, I don't know. I think dating during the holidays can be tough, especially okay. Like if you are in a serious relationship, like splitting the holidays. Like you know, do mm -hmm. we do Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day? Yeah. Like how does that work? Because it's not it's not fair. To, to only spend the holidays with one person's family. It's not. It's I, not. I went through that. Where it was yeah. like, um, and I remember in like my last relationship, like he wasn't comfortable coming to my side of the family because they, they only spoke Spanish. Yeah. But then I feel like the compromise, the, the other side of that is if you're going to date someone that doesn't primarily, like in the home, mm -hmm. if they're not primarily, you know, speaking English, then you should make an effort to learn some Spanish. Yeah. You should make an effort to at least be able to communicate on a level where you can say, hi, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Just something. And if that's the reason, don't get mad when I tell my mom because I will tell her. Yeah. Because you got to think about how that's going to make her feel too. You're yeah. her daughter. She's going to want to be around people that you're around on a day-to-day -day basis, especially mm -hmm. if your relationship is serious enough to the point, like, you know, in your instance where you guys were living together. Mm -hmm. So, of course, like, I want to see who my daughter's around. I want to feel that person's energy. And it's like, okay, you're not even making an effort to communicate with me. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that is, that's frustrating. No, I feel you. I feel like the other, I well, I mean, I feel like, for instance, with Greg, like, 
he was not a holiday person and I am a holiday person. Mm -hmm. So like after that, whatever. So Easter was the only holiday that he ever spent with my family. And then every holiday after that, it was always an issue. Oh my gosh. Damn, girl. It was always an issue. And I feel like them not liking holidays, I kind of like dragged me down. And it made holidays yeah. like sad for me. And because I love that's your holidays. partner. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. your partner. So it's like you want to support them and you want them to, especially around the holidays, like you want to make them feel good. But I shouldn't have to sacrifice my own happiness and something mm -hmm. that makes me feel good to make you feel good. Like that's not that I don't want to sacrifice myself for anyone. Yeah. I don't think that that's a good practice to be put in. Mm -hmm. And relationships are about compromise. And I mean, I know it depends on the situation, but some people don't like the holidays because of their family. Yeah. Like, family definitely has a lot to do with, like, the holidays and, like, people's mental health. Yeah. That, I mean, I think the families really, like, honestly, I feel like families more so over relationships can make or break the holidays. Mm -hmm. Because, um... Relationships, you have a choice, and family, you don't. Yep. I mean, you do have a choice. And, like, for me, um, I'm not, like, super, super tight with my family, so my friends are my family. Yeah, I feel like that, too. I mean, I am close with my family, but only my immediate family. Mm -hmm. So, like, only my sisters, my mom, my aunt, and my grandma. Okay, so, like, your mom's side, basically. Mostly. Yeah, well, my dad's side... Um, I've never met any of them. Oh, wow. My dad never met his dad, and I never met any of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I only really have, like, my mom's side of the family. Okay. So, like, how is your relationship with your families during the holiday? Um, I feel like it's definitely – it's not bad, mm -hmm. but it's definitely strained mm -hmm. because – um. My family is dysfunctional, <laughs> and I think that there's a lot of things that people just don't want to talk about for the sake of other people's feelings, mm -hmm. and that all comes to to the to a boiling point around the holidays because certain people don't want to be around certain people, mm -hmm. and then it becomes apparent. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like during the year, it's like oh, I can avoid such and such because I don't have to see them on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. But then it's like, whatever, when we're around together for the holidays, it's like, well, you kind of, like, do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, mm -hmm. I can't go over my grandmom's house and, like, not interact with my cousin. Like, he lives there. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> I was just using that as an example. Me and my cousin are actually very close. Yeah. He's, like, more like a brother to me. But, like, you, it's just, it, it can be very taxing because I feel like, I want to keep everyone happy, mm -hmm. but that's just not realistic. So it's like sometimes I do feel like I want to avoid certain things like on the holidays, but I don't know. I guess you just kind of like, I don't Sorry. know. Like I, I wouldn't say go with the punches, but mm -hmm. like it just is what it is. I've just accepted at this point, like I'm about to be 25. Like my family's dysfunctional. It is what it is. I come from what I come from. And now I just feel like it's my time to, like, break those generational, like, curses and just things that we've just done generation after generation. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just over it at this point. Like, I just don't even feed into it anymore. So is it dysfunctional? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But do I care? At this point, no. I feel like I'm more, I care. Yeah. Like, I'm, if I, if there's family that I just, I don't have good vibes with, I just don't get along with, like, I make my boundary clear. Like, I'm not going over to Winston's house for dinner because I don't like them. Mm -hmm. I don't care that they're my uncle, my aunt. You bring bad vibes. Yeah, bad vibes. I don't like you. I'm not coming over. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's helped me, like, be sane. Especially during holidays. It's just so hard. I know, like, for me, um, there are just a lot of deaths during the winter time that, like, I have to deal with. And it's, like... I don't want to put more on myself because I already have, like, a lot to handle. So I've become very good with, like, setting those boundaries. Like, you know what? I'm already trying to heal from this. Mm -hmm. And me going out of my way to entertain someone just because my mom said, oh, you know, so-and-so is coming in town. Like, we have to have dinner. 
and that it's I think that's that's it. Like I think you just hit it. It's the obligation. Mm-hmm. You feel forced. obligated. Mm-hmm. It's, it feels like forced. It doesn't feel natural and if you if it doesn't feel natural to be around someone on the holidays mm-hmm. just avoid it like you don't make me jolly or merry so yeah. i don't want to be around you and Not that's it all. and i'm grown enough to make that decision and that's why i say like my friends are more like my family like i a thousand percent prefer friendsgiving over thanksgiving with like at home and like besides the fact that like we i come from a dominican background i don't even really celebrate thanksgiving that's mm-hmm. more of an american holiday so it's like um, I have to adopt these new holidays and traditions, mm-hmm. and I feel those traditions more. Um, I feel like those traditions have more meaning when I'm with my friends versus my family. Yeah, I guess maybe because you kind of like you didn't grow up doing it with your family. No, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, and I was. Um, there were people that I was just not comfortable with, mm-hmm. and. Now that I'm grown and I can say no, I don't want to see them. Like, yeah, you should exercise a lot your less. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's insane because I know it like hurts my family's feelings. It's just like, oh, like I have people tell me that I'm bougie. I don't and think I'm that like, there's anything wrong with that. Like, I, I, I don't. First, I feel like bougie is the wrong word. Yeah. Having a boundary is okay. You should have a boundary mm-hmm. with your family, your friends, your coworkers, whoever, and identify those and also identify ways that like to keep yourself accountable with your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know. I, I It's so hard because it's like so easy to say like, oh, I'm going to stick to my boundaries. And then you get pressured and you're like, God, like yep. I feel like I have to do this. Mm-hmm. For the sake of other people's feelings. But at the end of the day, if it's going to upset you to the point where you can't enjoy the holiday, then mm-hmm. you have and to some, stick to like, your boundaries. family members, unfortunately, that's what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like during the holidays, we have a lot of pressure to engage with them. And I just hope whoever's listening, if that's what you're coming from. Yeah. Like, I just hope that... It's hard, not just establishing those boundaries, but like reinforcing them. Yeah. So holding people, yourself accountable. Yeah. yeah. Reinforcing them. Mm-hmm. So people understand. You know, they'll try to they'll try to get you to come out of those boundaries. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, like you know, just come for an hour. Like you don't have to stay, or you know, just come and just make sure you say hi to everyone, and then you could like dip out real quick. And it's like, no, if I don't want to go. I'm not going, and that's it. Yeah, but I think the others, well. Because then some people, it's not necessarily even their family members. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I have social anxiety in general. Mm-hmm. So even, like, sometimes even with my I'm with my friends, when it's not, like, just a one-on-one. Yeah. Sometimes that can be very overwhelming, too. And I feel like that's also really intimidating because there's so many people. There's so many different energies. And you, like, feel like you need to make people happy. And I feel like at the end of the day, the one thing that you need to remember is the only person's happiness you are responsible for is your own. So, like, if it does not make your heart smile, if it doesn't make you sing, then whatever. Like, grab a friend. I'm sure there's someone, like, you could go over a friend's house for, for a holiday. And it's like, then it's like, okay, you get to enjoy the holiday. But you don't get to worry about all the family fucking drama because it's not your family. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's a good way to enjoy it, but also remove yourself from that toxicity. Yep. Amen. Alrighty. That's really it for Friday. Yeah, I okay. think so. Um, so before we wrap it up, um, we just kind of wanted to leave you guys with some self-care. We love self-care. We love self-care here. Yeah. So, um, like we said in the beginning, or midway through our last, um, last, last topic, um, I'm, we're both single, so, um, especially for me, I've been, like I said, I've been doing some self-inventory, and I've been loving the self-care. Love self-care. I've been taking myself out on dates a lot um i've done a whole lot of hiking like that's been my new my new thing even hiking like, is your new thing it is my new thing it's your new thing <laughs> oh, we, we went to Colorado. 
Colorado to enjoy the views. Okay, <laughs> not we have to take out. <laughs> So we went to to Colorado to enjoy the mountains and the zoo because I went to the zoo in Colorado two times. Twice without me before I arrived. And I said, oh, I'm going to enjoy all Colorado has to offer. And Liz's idea of doing that was going on a hike every day. I had, did not have so much fun. I had a lot of fun on the hikes. You saw so many beautiful mountains. I will say one to ten, the hikes were a solid eight and a half. A lot of red rocks, right? A lot of red rocks. And it just, I mean, honestly, though, like for real, for real, like if I'm being not funny, it, it was a beautiful experience. Oh, yeah. However, I would have <laughs> chosen to go to the mall. But like, I understand. <laughs> so I'm glad that you really like the hikes. <laughs> I enjoy hiking, so during quarantine, that's what I've been getting into. Which is great, because you don't have to be around people. I don't. I just put my headphones in. One thing I was doing in the beginning, which I stopped, because I started scaring myself. I was listening to murder podcasts, like, while on my hike. That seems bad. It was very bad, because then there was one episode where it was talking about a girl that was on a hike that got kidnapped. And, you know, it's a murder podcast, so you already know the ending. So she died. (laughs) Oh, I hate death. And I listened through the whole thing. Was it at night or during the day? No, it was during the day. Girl, I'm not hiking at night. Oh, you're the professional (laughs) hiker, girl. I didn't know. Anyways, I've been hiking for self-care. And um, I'm trying to reach 10 miles. Um, If anybody wants to go hiking with me. 10 miles in a day? Yeah, it's like, it's like a little over three hours. That's not bad. Girl, I got the ADHD. <laughs> I can't focus on nothing for three hours. But that's like the beautiful part. Like you're walking, so there's always new stuff. I think that I have an issue with like, um, I can't really do silence. I can't really zone things out. Like mm-hmm. I don't like the quiet. Even when I meditate, I can only do guided meditations. Like I have to listen to someone talk and like walk me through it mm-hmm. because when I'm left to my own devices or even just thinking just about think nothing, it it gives me anxiety like really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm a thinker. I feel like my brain's always on. I'm always trying to make random connections. So mm-hmm. like hiking has been an outlet for me. Like I just put music in, usually a podcast, but then I'll put music in and then I'll just like take off for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I guess it's good because it's like you're you don't see the same yeah. thing. Um, and then besides hiking, I've going to the gym a lot. I have hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, I have a wedding in Jamaica in April that I'm trying to look really fucking good for, Amen. and I feel like I look good. You do look good. Like, I haven't seen you in a couple in like what two months? Um, yeah, two two months? No, it's only been a month. Yeah, since I got the it. tattoo. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I look good. You do. Um, Like, going past the mirror naked, I'm just like, okay. That's when you know you look good. Yes. When you walk past the mirror naked. Oh, and you're like, girl. Girl, you've been leaving those cannolis alone. Hello. so good. You've been eating your spinach? Yes. What? Um, I thought you were going to say spin class. No, I, I want to do a spin. I'm like just kind of nervous about COVID. Mm, I can't do the bikes. I don't, I don't think bikes are good for vagina. It hurts. Badly. Yeah. No, it definitely hurts. Um, and I've been cooking. I've been learning how to cook. <laughs> Guys, she made a delicious meal for us oh, before the podcast. Thanks, So Abby. the cooking is going well. The gym is going well. Yeah. The hiking is going well. I'm telling you, I've been killing this self-care game. Yeah. Like, really, really, like, deep. Um, and then, like, zoning out, too. I've been watching uh, documentaries and shows. Right now, I'm watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO, which is a murder podcast. It's a murder series, but it's really good. Is um, it about different murders every episode? No, it's about the Golden State Killer. Oh, He's okay. He's a rapist. He mm-hmm. was caught, I'd say, oh my God, can I do anything special for my throat? <laughs> I want to say he was caught last year. Yeah, but he did stuff a long time ago. Yeah, this is like rape from the 70s into the late 80s yeah i remember i think he got he i think he had just gotten caught like he right before just, i graduated because yeah. i remember us talking about it like senior year he just got caught and he's like 
he was like he's like pretending to be this frail old man it's just like honestly dude. that gets on my nerves like no offense like even people are like Holocaust. oh my god harvey weinstein weinstein yeah like fuck you like honestly and like like i was saying like people like nazis like from the holocaust like mm-hmm. i'm sorry like honestly go jail. fuck yourself penitentiary you, jail like bill cosby jail, jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't care how old you are because yeah. i feel like at the end of the day like karma we don't know when it's gonna hit us no. and you don't know who it's gonna hit mm-hmm. you don't know how it's gonna affect your life and I just feel like it is what it is. I feel like we should all be held accountable. Accountability is accountability. Doesn't matter what age you are, you need to be accountable. And since when do we get to do crimes? And then whatever, 20 years passes, 30 years passes, and it's like null and void. Old white man. Yeah, I was going to say black <laughs> men will, they'll like. so quick. I you mean, it looks suspicious, jail. It doesn't matter. Or they'll put you in jail for 38 years and then exonerate you. And yeah, then and be like, oops, Put you bad. out in the world, give you no money, nothing All to live off of. All this technology freaks you out. That people, let's not even get, that's a whole another, we'll talk about incarceration in another podcast. I mean, yeah. Okay, whew, sorry, got me hot right there. <laughs> oh, gosh, it um, makes us angry. Okay, watching TV, um... I've been really into, like, setting moods in my house. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure I, like, cl- like cleaning-wise, I, I have carpet in my apartment. I like using, like, those um, carpet deodorizers. They're so Oh, my good. God. And you vacuum it. Oh, my God. It smells so good. And they smell good for a really long time. Yeah. So I've been doing that. Make sure everything's clean. My mm-hmm. dent-in. I have, um, I love wood wick candles. The crackly. Like that. What? A face mask. Love it. Um, I've really been into music too, so just like I've been more into Spotify than Apple Music lately. I just saw someone do like an IG poll, and everyone was saying that, and I'm like, God, I'm yeah, a I don't fucking know dinosaur. Why? What about Spotify makes it better? I feel like it curates to your listening better, like the yeah. playlists. I really mm-hmm. love them. I've been finding a lot of good music. Like I'll literally just go down a rabbit hole of Spotify playlists. Yeah, I feel like my Apple Music does that, but I'm also one of those people, when I first hear a song, I'm going to listen to it 52,000 times. Yeah, so what I do is I listen to stuff on Spotify, and when mm-hmm. I really, really like someone, I'll download it to Apple, because I know I'll like, listen to Apple like, if I'm commuting, or, like at the gym. So you don't have to go yeah. back through mm-hmm. the shuffle process. Yep. Um, and I know this is a topic you want to about self-care well i think because i think that people just feel like self-care is like oh like you know take myself um on a date or Mm -hmm. you know like i'll buy myself something or do myself a face mask and people which made me so happy that you were saying that i've been inspiring you and gabs to do self stuff like that made me so happy i because i genuinely i do have social anxiety and i genuinely I don't want to say I have a fear of being alone, mm-hmm. um, but because of my social anxiety, like tasks going out into the world seems so much more, like so much easier for me to accomplish with someone else. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to like go to Target or CVS or Walmart like by myself. And if I find myself like being really anxious, then I'll just like phone a friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) or something like that like to calm myself down but I do consider that self-care because I'm doing something for me and I feel like it's making me grow it's making me more independent Mm -hmm. even if it's literally like I just run to Target and like get trash bags like something like that like for me it's an accomplishment because I'm definitely the type of person I'll literally call anyone to go somewhere with me because I just want to avoid the anxiety of being out by myself Mm Because I don't um, like running I've, into people. <laughs> no, I've I've grown to love being by myself. I like being by myself except for in those kinds of settings. Mm-hmm. Like it just is overwhelming for me. But I think that the overwhelming part comes from the fact that I don't like running into people. So I feel like if I'm with someone else and I have someone to distract yeah. me. Which is I've been loving the mask because I feel like you can't recognize me. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, who am I? Ooh, I don't know you. That happened to me the other day. But another thing that I want to talk about for self-care is masturbation. I feel like it's so important, and I feel like it it allows you to grow in so many ways. Like, you know, like mentally, physically, and just even just trying to figure out what you like, like sexually. Like, it's just nice. If if you're single, 
And this is why I consider it self-care. Tell us. Not just because of that. If you are single, Mm -hmm. instead of you Mm -hmm. just going down your Rolodex and picking someone to have a random dick appointment with, Mm -hmm. instead of sharing that soul tie, sharing that energy with someone, because nine times out of ten, let's be real, the people on our dick appointment list are toxic. They're not good for us. Bro, you know what makes me so mad? And I've definitely put this in the group chat before. (laughs) What? When a guy pulls out a magnum. And you have a little dick. And doesn't pull out Magnum dick too. Like, it's saggy. It's falling off. (laughs) It's going to get stuck inside of me, sir. Bruh. Sorry, guys. That's another thing. So the dick could be disappointing (laughs) and toxic, which is worse. Yeah. Than just being toxic. Now disappointing. It wasn't even worth the... Comment the gas. It it wasn't even... Oh, don't get me started (laughs) on the gas. But it wasn't even worth that. You know what I mean? So it's like... Whatever, I get to do it in my own home, set the tone for myself, Mm -hmm. do what's going to please myself, and at the end of the day, like, the only person's energy I have to worry about is my own. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about taking on anyone else's shit or anyone else's drama. I don't have to pretend to give a fuck about what's going on in your life. Do you have toys? Tons of toys. No, I'm just kidding. I only have have two, but that's because I'm cheap. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, oh, these two do the job. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, so many other See, things. I don't have any. You have I to would, buy some. Yeah. So I, I have one. one toy that I got from Adam and Eve. Then I have another toy that I actually got at CVS, and it works great. What? Yeah. Okay, CVS. Yeah, it's Three. great. Even on Amazon, like, I, I actually did just recently purchase another one for myself for Christmas. Okay. It's, like, a thrusting, like, rabbit one. Oh, the one I was telling you about earlier. I purchased uh-huh. it. And I got it on Amazon. It was 36 bucks. Like, not a big deal. Okay. Can any of the ones you have, can you use them with a partner? I have used them with partners. Really? Too. Yeah. Like, Actually, guys love sex toys. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I've been having sex life isn't boring. But like, no, not the – but also I feel like if they don't ask, then mm-hmm. I will ask. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm very open now about the fact that, like, I masturbate. So I'm like, whatever. Like, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like oh. – I hope my mom doesn't listen to this because <laughs> I live be with like, my mom. So that's so weird. <laughs> but like, I just—it's not like a barber shop in here. I know, like, bitch, this is getting trims up in here. Line Can I get up, a fade? Shape up. I need a number two with a Brooklyn. Like, can I get the Obama? Like, that's it. Okay, why are sex toys so loud? Yes, we need. If we can, they do get make silent stuff ones. to Mars. There should be silence. They make silent ones. The ones that suck are silent. What about the ones that vibrate? Those are usually the ones that sound well, like Well, the wand slippers. ones. So, you know, like the wand one is like actually a back the massager. massager. Uh-huh. Those are not loud. Really? It's usually like vibrators that are that are pretty loud, which that one vibrates, but I don't know if it's because it's so big. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. You know, I'm not, I don't know the technical terms between Your, the sex our toys. Sex toy- connoisseur <laughs> i don't know what it is but there are certain ones that that are quiet and are just as powerful i think it really depends on the motor mm-hmm. and the battery operated ones That's are true. very loud okay okay i got you so get yourself a, a sucker one mm-hmm. or something that's not battery operated mm-hmm. so i think for me for masturbation which you said like setting the mood yeah i love good music like light a candle bring an incense yeah. Like, just, you know, just whatever you need to do to, like, zen yourself out, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, it just, like, puts me in a really, like, clear mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, after it, I take care of myself. Your day is, like. My day's made, like, you know, I feel like I, life is put into perspective for me because it's. <laughs> As soon as I am, like, good, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not texting that guy. Like, I'm definitely mm. not even going to do See, that. See, that is a deterrent. Yeah, it's, like, a deterrent for me because that's all I needed you for anyway, and yeah. I fixed it. So, it's, like, I don't need to talk okay. to you at all. Maybe I need to do that instead of making horrible decisions. I mean, I mean, it's okay to make a couple bad decisions. Yeah. I'm not going to lie and sit here and say, oh, every I time can. I masturbate. <laughs> I definitely text him every couple times. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like it's helped me because I feel like toxic men has, like, really done me in. So that's yeah. been good. So I feel like that's a great way to think about – because it's, you're not doing any good. 
if you're doing a face mask for yourself, you're lighting a candle, you're doing all this, and then you let Beelzebub himself walk (laughs) into your house, you're not doing anything. I hear you. I mean, it's not doing any good. You can burn all the sage you want. Hello. And Beelzebub is just going to combust. That's all that's going to happen. Yeah. Alrighty. Well... I think that concludes our first episode. That was great, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope all of that got recorded. I hope you guys are all still listening, and I hope this is out in time. Yeah, make sure you rate the podcast. Yes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate it. Put a comment. Tell us, you know, um, what's your self-care? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And are you Anything from this episode, like, would you really bring someone you've been dating for four months home to meet your mom and dad? Are you? Yeah. Gonna are you going to do that? Yeah. I didn't I even mean, think about that. I hope dads. not because it's COVID. So I hope everyone's doing. Would you do a Zoom? I hate Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, whatever. Just everyone get tested. But no, seriously, yes. be safe. Be safe. Social distance. Tell us if you're going to bring your boyfriend or girlfriend uh, home for the holidays. Yes. And take care of yourself. Yes. And masturbate. mentally and physically. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, Bye, guys.